Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right. She is a star candidate in the uh, PC party and a leadership hopeful. And I think a lot of folks were very excited uh, about Carolyn Mulroney because she's got a you know huge name, a lot of political backing, and, and she has earned hundreds of thousands of dollars since she put her name in for the top job. And polling right now has her sitting at third. She's struggled, I think, to find her feet in the race. And I think a lot of people need to understand while she does have a political background, she is new to politics and running for leadership in this short amount of time, it was not in the plans. So she's learning this on the fly, which is not easy to do. Carolyn Mulrooney joins me now uh, to talk a little bit more about this leadership. Carolyn, we got to talk about the memberships because today is the first day to vote. And already, you know, thousands of people are being told that they may not, in fact, get to vote because there's a backlog with, with the mail. How concerned are you about that? Alex, I am very concerned about it. As a party member and as a candidate in this race, it's important that every member have the chance to cast their ballot in this in this race. So I am concerned about it. I uh, we've been talking to the party um, to make sure that you know if we have any thoughts on what what they can do, that you know we're, they're addressing those. Um, in terms of getting people registered, we're doing uh, we're doing a lot. We have volunteers in the field. Our campaign office is open all the time. We've got a call center. So we're doing as much as we can to get people who have gotten their ballots, get them registered and get them voting. There is a real hunger for people to have a say in who the next leader is. I mean, there's, what, 190,000 members, and they, they're they looking mm-hmm. forward to this change. Um, if the party, as they've said now, that they will not, in fact, do any more extensions, will you and the other leadership hopefuls push back on that? Right now... Alex, I am hoping that uh, I know they're working as hard as they can get this resolved, and we are doing everything we can to help them with that. And uh, we want to make sure everybody who wants to vote can vote. Um, so it's still early. I am uh, hopeful and confident that it's going to work out uh, the way we need it to. Uh, but I, you know, at this point, we just have to do everything we can. It's no secret that I got a chance to know you. My, my, my listeners know that I've had a chance to get to know you through the campaign. What has been the toughest thing for you, being kind of a new face to politics during this whole, um, th- this whole process? Well, a leadership campaign is different from uh, a local campaign, for sure. And this leadership campaign is short in time. So there's been a lot that um, needs to happen very quickly in terms of being organized and, and pulling a team together and uh, getting out on the road. So, so there's been a lot there that's been a bit of a challenge and balancing kids at the same time, getting them used to a new pace, because even though I was working a lot before, this is um, a much, much longer day. Yeah, in other so words, you a, have no life. Yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, it's 18 hours a day, and it's, I love it. It's, I have a lot of energy for it, but that, that transition mm-hmm. has been, um, it was just, it happened very quickly. But the kids, I try to, you know, as you know, I've tried to include them as much as possible. And when we're doing events uh, in York Simcoe and around the GTA, they join me as much as possible. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's a huge, steep learning curve. Uh, you're you're the star candidate, and now you're you're the one. I think people are are very excited about given your profile. Um, what what has been your biggest um, your biggest takeaway so far of what you've learned and where you need to grow? Well, the the biggest takeaway that I took uh, that I had early in this campaign was that although I do have the name recognition, that because I have led a more private life in the private sector, that people don't know me as well. Mm-hmm. And so I've had the challenge that I've had is introducing myself to as many people as possible. I know that I have the skills. I know I have the drive. And I you know, obviously have the commitment because I'm the only nominated candidate in this race. But people have to know me. Um, they want to, that's been sort of, that's been the biggest challenge. And given the time frame that we have, uh, we've, I've been working as hard as I can to meet as many members and, and introduce myself to people as much as possible. But that, that certainly was the biggest challenge early on. You're easy to pick on because you've got a big last name and, you know, your kids go to private school and, you know, let's be honest, you've had success in your life. And I've been very vocal saying, who cares? That is not how we do politics. It shouldn't matter. Um, what someone has. You want someone who's qualified to do the job. Do you think that holds you back? No, I think these are conversations as I'm introducing myself to party members and then to voters in the general election. They have to know who they're voting for. So I'm happy to address these issues and talk about them. Um, but, you know, I believe that our what I look for in, a, in an elected representative is I want somebody who's going to listen to me listen to the issues that matter in my area, my community, the things that I care about, and find, you know, to make, I would make the choice based on whether they're a good listener and whether they are capable and are able to stand up for what matters. Um, and so that is what, uh, you know, I know that I can do. Uh, it's what I want to do, and it's why I got into it in the first place. So that's what I look for, and I think it's important for me to have conversations, address the issues people want to talk about uh, in terms of who I am and what I stand for. I think they're fair, uh, but I think that what matters here is that you, we want elected representatives who will listen to us and will fight hard for what matters. They do have to relate to you, though, to a degree. They have to feel that you are real. And when people say, well, what's Caroline Mulrooney like? I say, well, I think she's a little bit more Mila and a lot less Brian in the sense that you're a lot more reserved and you're, you're, you, know, you haven't had a life in politics, even though your life has very much been in the spotlight of politics. Um, is it tough for you to see the back and forth and the attacks and, and kind of have to get into the ditch and, and dig and, and punch and kick? I am um, probably more, you're right, I probably am more on the Mila side in terms of being reserved. Um, but uh, but that but the back and forth it, is not um, it's not surprising to me. You know that's what I saw growing up, and so when I decided to put my name forward in the first place to run as a candidate, um, and then again uh, to run in this leadership race, those were things that I I knew going forward. You know I, I had my eyes open when I did this. I know it's part of it, um, and so it was something that I accepted going in. Are you having fun? I am having a lot of fun. I mean, it is, you know, it is a whirlwind. It is um, what I thought when when I was younger and I saw people working in politics, I thought that it looked like a great thing to do. People are really engaged and passionate about about um, the party or about certain issues, and I get to see this firsthand now with all these volunteers who are on my team. Um, they're all much younger and have a lot of energy, and they know so much, and I am loving it. And 
I love traveling around the province and meeting members and, and talking to them. So, so it's been great. What would be the one thing that you would want people to understand about you, given that there's no scrum around you and that you're, you know, not on talking points? What is the one takeaway before folks, you know, go and essentially vote that you would like them to know about you? So I am uh, a very hardworking person. I worked very hard my whole life. Um, I did grow up in uh, unusual circumstances for which I am very, you know, I'm grateful for what I got to see. Um and uh, and the fact that I was able to to travel and and um, you know I've had a great career, but I am a very hardworking person, and uh, I decided to run for office because I was tired of seeing what the liberals were doing. Kathleen Wynne was mortgaging my kids' future, and uh, so I took a leave of absence from work because this is so important to me that I wanted to be part of the team that that finally that finally brought about change. And um, there's a level of commitment that, um, because I'm not used, I'm not, I'm new to politics and new to the public eye, um, I want, I'd like people to know that about me, that this is a, a, an, a commitment that is personal, it is serious, and uh, I look forward to winning the leadership and then being premier and finally doing the hard work that we need in this province to get Ontario back on track. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Caroline Mulroney joining us tonight. We'll have her on again. Um, But again, the vote has started and just a few days could be a totally different picture. And on March 10th, we will find out who the new leader is. And while Caroline Mulroney is in third right now, you can't count her out because that's how leadership uh, votes are. They change on a dime depending on where the membership goes. I just think the hardest thing for Caroline is that she doesn't necessarily, you know, punch through the noise. noise, And, th- and that's tough. Tanya Granick-Allen, she doesn't have the same rules. She can kind of say whatever she wants. She's a firebrand. Doug uh, Ford also, firebrand. He can also get away with a lot more. And certainly Christine Elliott has that traditional um, PC vibe. She's very kind of trusted. Uh, She's got a lot of experience, but there'll be a lot of people who say, I don't want that. I want someone new. We need fresh blood. So things can change and things are still very, very fluid. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.